This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call podcast. My name is Brian Finale. I'm one of the co-founders here, and we are going to be diving into a topic that I, I know, not I was going to say I think, I, I 100% know, 100% know that this is the limiting factor. This is, you're not going to out-earn your self-image. Period. And that's what we're talking about. I'm going to give you three tips to improve your self-image because any way you slice it, you will never out-earn your self-image, ever. You've got a financial thermostat. You've got, uh, you know, a projection of yourself through which you see yourself in, in the world, and you will never go beyond that. And that goes, it's not just about money and business, but in relationships and health and career and investments. Like the image through which you hold, and most of us create that image through external engagement or external environments or people said this or that. If they molded, we allowed them to mold our own self-image of us, regardless of how they see us. We're not even talking about that because that's not, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll maybe get to that a little bit later because that should have no impact on you whatsoever. How they see you is their deal, Okay. And the more you grow as a leader and the more you get comfortable in your own skin, none of that, none of that matters. If you're true to your heart and you're living in integrity and you're living, you know, to the best of your ability to help people and get your message out, none of that, what they say, think, their opinions, that's all their deal. (laughs) Pay no mind to them. This is about you and your own self-image. So... And I just know this because before I give you the three tips, I know because I went through this process too and still continue to. This does, this isn't, I'm, you know, I'm in the game right with you. As a broke bartender back in 2005 when I first got started, I wouldn't have dreamed of the business we have right now. Like, no way. If you had handed me MLSP when I was 23 years old, when I first got started, it would have imploded within like a month. There's levels to this thing. There's levels to you and what you see, how you see yourself and the skills that you acquire and the, the person that you become. Right? And it's, you know, you, you don't need to go much further than like a lottery ticket winner. You'll see them win their, their millions and they kind of like, they found this blip in the matrix where they, you know, all of a sudden they were at this you know, they had a self-image of themselves or a, a relationship with money at a certain level or a financial thermostat, whatever you want to call all of that, bundle it all up into a self-image. You know, you give that person millions of dollars within a year or two, not only have they lost the few, you know, the hundreds of millions, they're actually worse off because they didn't change their own self-image or their psychology or, or relationship with money. They saw themselves as a broke, unhappy, struggling you know, or they didn't feel worthy of the money. They gave it all away, which that's a be- you know, some of that's beautiful too. Obviously, charity, faith, philanthropic endeavors, that's a beautiful thing. But the core reason that they are literally 
most of them worse off in a year or two is because nothing changed inside. They kind of, they just kind of, they found a blip. The universe was kind of like, hey, here, let's see what you do with this. And most will never do any of the work inside, which is obviously you are doing and you are about, and I commend you and I respect you. This is not the easiest stuff. (laughs) Some of the darkest, deepest nights will come from the work that you're going to have to do inside the most rewarding, fulfilling, scariest stuff you're going to face. But that's the goods. And once I started expanding and really playing around with how I saw myself, how I talked to myself, you know, from I'm not a leader, I don't have value, I can never do this, to you know what, maybe I could. I remember being a leader back in the day or this and that and... You know, what could leadership feel like? What could the idea of me actually having value and actually believing in myself, loving myself, coaching others, what could any of that look like if I really wanted to, you know, knowing that the thoughts and the way I was going as a broke bartender musician, this doesn't work, no one's going to buy, I'm too young, of course. If I continued to go down that path, that's exactly the reality that I would have created. And I did for a few years. It took me a long time to kind of unlearn some of those deep-seated limiting beliefs that I had kept for like over a decade. And changing your self-image over time, making decisions and and conscious choices to step into new versions of me and and, kind of, you know, start to really step out of my beliefs and look, does that serve me? Is that real? And it's not even about is it real, like, or even is it true? Does it serve me? Is this going to get me to where I want to go? Because every step of the way, these beliefs, guys, guys, we're creating all the meaning around every single, you know, everything that's happened in our lives. We might as well make, a, make it up so that it serves us. Right? Like when someone makes money, someone will celebrate that. Another person will throw rocks at that. It's the exact same thing. Like, what's good, bad, right, wrong? It's not even about that. It just is. Those who are going to throw rocks at those who have money, they're going to do everything to undermine and self-sabotage themselves because they don't want to be the guy or gal getting rocks thrown at them. On the other hand, you see someone in this beautiful business making money. We celebrate that. There's more joy around that. We want to become that. We get curious about how they did that. We, you know, we bring true, authentic celebrating, not you know, despising or not jealousy or, oh, my God, they did something wrong, but actually enjoying and celebrating that. That's going to come back. Right? So when we talk about self-image, like who are you being – that self-image, ladies and gentlemen, right, if we want to improve, grow, do anything more, we've got to grow and improve that self-image. And once I started seeing myself in a different light, things started happening. And it wasn't overnight for me. It took me three years to kind of develop and work and kind of, you know, dance with this and massage it and, and really get, you know, comfortable in, in, in a new skin. And what was cool is that it kind of felt like unfamiliarly kind of familiar because it's who we are at our core. Before life, before the stories, before the, 
the heartbreaks and before the losses and the, and the sadnesses and all the, you know, all the, the tragedies and the, the thing called life. Our essence. If you had a self-image that was really unlimited, that was really okay with earning money and in fact knew that it was your God-given birthright and it, you had a self-image to where you truly knew and believed, you know, with confidence and certainty and conviction in your value, in your abilities, in your talents, in what you have to offer, in your products, your services, your coaching. This would not be a pro- This business w- becomes easy. Your prospects will feel that, and you will start to do what we call <laughs> flow. You will start to create momentum. You will start to feel good. Channels, source, will start to actually flow through you versus being pinched off. So, I say all that to give you three tips around the thing that is most likely, and it is, the thing that's holding you back. Because it's not, it's not, how do I create a social media post? How do I do a TikTok reel? It's not that. That is so easily found outable. Becoming the guy or gal who's going to go ask the proper questions and get in the right state to actually do, ask the question, get resourceful, and then go out and publish and actually, you know, do the thing that you learned, that comes from a place of self-image. That comes from a place of, well, how do you see yourself? What is keeping you stuck, broke, not doing the thing you know you need to do? And deep down, you know you want to do because you know it'll get the, the result, but there's something, you know, at a deep unconscious level that is keeping you from doing it because of some story around money or something around with, you know, childhoods or something. And it has to do with the self-image through which, you know, the lens through which we perceive ourselves. And when you start to change that up, man, you'll start to see a different result. You will start to, that's literally the law. You start to change from the inside, you will have an effect on your outer world. If you start to allow the outer world to affect your inside, we're in trouble. Because then you're really at the gut, you know, the mercy of anything that's going on in your external environment. There's always going to be, you know, chaos and weird stuff popping up. And if we allow that to deter us or to, you know, control our state, we're in trouble. When you can be, you know, unbreakable, unshakable, and just be okay here and now in your skin, in your present moment, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world, you're going to be okay. So, self-image tips, number one, and I remember doing this, and I still catch myself doing this. Look in the mirror. When you look in the mirror, what do you look at? If you're at home, go to a mirror real quick, and you want to get crazy, you know, you don't need to do this on this call, but you can see how you view yourself even more so if you go stand in the mirror naked. My mentor told me that, and I was like, it's a weird thing because you will get this, you will get this piece even more, the lesson here, because your eyes most likely, what you go to first, if you're anything like any human being, like myself, <laughs> you will go to your flaws without even knowing it. I would look in the mirror and I would go straight to where I broke my nose in high school wrestling. I loved the wrestling. I loved the, you know, physicality of it. I, lo- I loved it, man. And senior year, I got, like, knocked out in, uh, you know, the tournaments to the state finals and stuff. 
I took a knee right to the face, broke my nose, had to have surgery, all the things, and it's like crooked. And it's really not, I don't even know, I mean, I can see it. It's a little bit off, right? And I, for years, unconsciously, first thing in the morning when I go brush my teeth, or the first thing I do when I used to see myself in the mirror, I'd look at the problems, I'd look at the lack, I'd look at the why I'm not enough and the, the flaws and the, the oh my gosh and why, how I'm not perfect and why I'm not, you know, this or why my nose, no, I'm not going to find the, the perfect mate or I'm not going to be able to go live or do video because people are going to judge me because my nose is all fucked up. And that's, that was years. Years of that programming. What do you think is going to happen when the first thing that you do and you go to the mirror and you look at all the things you hate about yourself? All the things that you, in your own mind, are making you less than. And I was like blown away. And again, if you really want to hit this, you know, step tip number one here, go do it naked. Not now. Or don't go live doing that either. <laughs> that will really show you where your mind is. That will really show you the image through which you hold yourself. Like what is the first thing? And I, start, I was like blown away because that was – and also, you know, I used to have like in high school uh, a bunch of acne and there's some scars on my face and that's another thing. Like literally those are like two things that I would look at first thing in the morning to get my body going <laughs> unconsciously aware. Like not even aware, unconsciously unconscious of, not, of what's actually even going on in the morning for year, years. And then I would go down that, you know, down that path for the entire day. And that was the image, you know, I, I'm, I'm not perfect, you know. Skin is messed up, nose is broken, no one's going to love me. All the blah, 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 all the trash, all the garbage. And I started changing that up. You know, I'm, the nose, I mean, I, I, that's, to, to me, I was like, that's a badge of honor. I love wrestling. I love, you know, the, the, the very physical, very athletic. Like, that was something where I got to, you know, I started love that, what make, that. That makes me me. It's a part of who I am. It's part of what I love and still love doing. And I started to love on myself. And first thing in the morning, I would say, yes, look at this beautiful me. I know it sounds cheesy. I know it sounds corny. It changes the game. It changes the way you see yourself, that self-image. That would be number one. Be, like, maybe tomorrow morning, go check. Where, you know, write, put a little sticky note on your mirror and see where your reticular activating system or what you go to, where you go to default first and what thoughts and what, you know, what triggers first in your mind. I was blown away, and then I started doing some work because that the other side that doesn't that's just not not going to get you what you want. You start changing some of that up and getting conscious and becoming aware that'll change your life. Number two is you got to clearly define who you want to be, like what is the ideal self image of you and and tr like really like have you written down? The person you want to be, the emotions, thoughts, patterns, the, you know, the relationships you have, the body you have, and not from like an ego, just like a health. Like what does all of that look like? What is your ideal self-image 
of you, the life that you want to live. Like, who are you in that sequence, in that lifetime, in that timeline? Do you have a clearly defined version of your your ideal self image? If you don't, you know, throw that up on the on the docket today. That's important. Maybe when you're dozing off to sleep tonight, pull out the uh, journal or pull up a, you know turn your phone on do not disturb or airplane mode and throw up a notepad and just start brain dumping the and because you can't improve a self image if you're not even aware of what you know what's going on and if you want to improve we need a target right and i you know seriously financially right the investments you have the relationships you have economically, right, all of it, all the health, what does that look like? And once you have that clearly defined, you can dance with it, right? And you knew if you were on this call and you start, you know, three tips to improve your self-image, you know I'm going to talk about going within and getting quiet. Once you have that locked and loaded, baby, you can go in and spend five to ten minutes in the morning first thing and start to step into that version of you. Once it's clearly defined, that self-image through which you, your ideal you, the one that you're, you're so excited to live, the life that gets you just pumped up, the version of you that you are like, man, I, I, I can get there. I, I, I want that. I know what that's going to feel like. And you start stepping into that in your mind's eye every single day. You will start to become this image of yourself, your self-image. So you've got to clearly define your ideal self-image and dance with it every single day. Even when it's hard, even when you don't feel like it, even when the external circumstances have, they're not even close to who you want to become. That's the work. Start doing it. Okay? And number three is just when the negative self-talk comes up, you got to become aware. You got it. Number, number three is just start becoming aware of the no's and the negatives, right? When it's time to go do a prospecting call and that you let fear pop up or you don't feel like it doing it because you don't really know, you haven't built the connection as deeply as you'd want yet, or it's weird to go on Zoom or all the things, or, or it starts even getting worse, like, no one, they're not going to buy anyway. You have no idea what you're going to say. You suck. You look like an idiot. You're going to say the wrong thing. They're going to hang up. Your family's going to hear about it. You can't post on social media. Your wife, your spouse is going to get on you because you haven't made any money yet. And you go down this crazy rabbit hole of negative self-talk. You're not attractive enough. You're not smart enough. You never made money before. They're, all the things. You're not technical. This business is not for you. Only they made it. Money is the root of all evil. What happens if I out-earn my parents? What happens if God doesn't see me as this or that because I start making money and I start whatever? When you can actually, when that negative stuff starts to pop up, you start becoming aware of it and you take out the charge. Okay? You become aware of it and you start to separate yourself from it. Know that it is not you. Like that number, guys, becoming aware of it is, is like, is step number three. And there's, you know, an extension of that is like, once you become aware, separate yourself from it and just say goodbye. 
right? If you've been thinking a certain way for years, it's not, it's not just going to go away overnight, but what you can do is start to become aware and acknowledge it and see it, start to see it as it unfolds. And you can start to kind of, you know, know it and separate it. I always, the image for me, I just like thinking about like putting it in your hand. I'm doing it right now. Put your hand in front of your face and imagine that negative self-talk, that limiting belief that keeps popping up, keeping you from doing the thing or that the no, the I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, I could never do it, they'll never buy, I'm not, you know, it's never going to work for me, this is hard, money's hard uh, to make, all, all the things. And we start to separate, our, we, we become aware of it, number one, and start to separate ourselves from it, number two, just literally bring it outside your body and just like a cloud on a warm summer day as I stare out at the beach in Mexico, like one of those beautiful clouds in the ocean, just let it float. Just let it, let the charge and the emotion around it and the thought itself, the limiting thought itself, float away. And just wave goodbye. Just kind of like, hey, we had a good time together. I, le- I got my lesson and I'm moving on. It was nice to know you. And if you start doing that more and more and you start catching it more and more and you start taking out the charge and separating yourself from it, you start to create a vacuum because the space will open up where then you can now instill a new belief that's in alignment with the self-image that you're creating in number two because you keep working on all of these three. So, so critical to be aware of the blind spots and the language that is coming up consciously and unconsciously and stopping the pattern, like literally like a broken record, just scratch it up, fuck it up, And that's, there's going to be some work because you're probably, you know, when we start doing this work, we're chemically addicted, literally. Right? Our body is used to that cortisone, you know, firing off and those different hormones and emotions and thoughts. Like there are neural pathways that are hardwired in your brain because we've been thinking a certain way so long. So it's going to take a little bit of effort on your part to rewire all that stuff. And to get new chemicals and new emotions and new patterns and programs in your life. But what you can do today, at least commit to, is to the best of your ability, become aware of it, separate yourself from it, let it float. And then as you do that, install new hardware, new software, new emotion, new idea, thought, new self-image. So that's what I got for you today. Those are the three. I just looked at the time. Jeez. Tomorrow morning, test this and tag me on Facebook and let me know what happens. I'd love to hear. This is not about trying to, you know, this is just what it is. This is life. Where, where do you, does your focus go first when you look in the mirror first thing in the morning? That'll tell you a lot of right now where your self-image is and what needs to change. Number two, clearly define that self-image, that ideal version of you, that self-image that you want to step in and become. And, of course, dance with it. Start dancing, baby. And number three, when the nose, the negative stuff pops up, becoming aware, removing the charge, separating yourself from it, and letting it float away. And in time, as you instill those new you know, self-image, that new self-image of you, it will start to become home base. And all of a sudden, you can start doing these things today, right now, you'll start to feel differently because the lens through which you perceive yourself, the lens through which you define your self-image 
starts to improve and expand. And when that happens, the universe starts to re respond accordingly. And so do prospects. And so does money. But it starts with you. No more lack. A, a wealthy person doesn't feel lack. They've worked on that. They've worked on that self-image. And that relationship with money, that might be part of your self-image you want to work with. Right? You can't go in, you know, if you're single, looking for a relationship from a place of desperation. They're going to feel that. It's not going to work out. And even if you found someone in that space, that person is going to be just as desperate, and you're going to be, that's not the way. You, you want to come to a relationship with love, to give. You want to come fully, you know, 100% into that relationship. Not needing something from the other person, but actually bringing and ready to give. That's a healthy start of a relationship. And you can only do that from a healthy self-image. And don't be mistaken, this is not an ego, you know, blow up your mind. This is from humility. Like, this is a way to fall in love with life. To fall in love with yourself and enjoy this thing and learn how to attract what you want, what's going to make you happy. And from a place where you have a self-image, where you have a relationship with self that is just pure and love and connected, you will show up in a way where you just, uh, for your kids, your spouse, your husband, your man, your woman, your whatever, in a way where, like, the ideal version of you is, man, it's good. And it flows, and it lights you up, it's light, it's fun, there's curiosity, there's passion, there's love, and all the things. Like, that could be your day-to-day. -day. That could be your, that could be the version of you. That could be your self-image with some work. If that's, you, you know, you'd have to choose it, of course. But when you do, these three tips will help you quickly. MLSPFanPage.com, I'm headed there right now. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.